Hey, in this video, I'm going to review Cavco Industries. So you may be wondering who is Cavco and why should I care? Well, every once in a while, I like to review some stocks we're not familiar with. There's a lot of people out there always reviewing the same old MAME stocks or FANG stocks we're used to, but there are always diamonds in the rough. So with Cavco, we're going to dive into the business model and the industry a little bit, which is the home building industry, and show why this could be a stock worth paying attention to. Let's dive in. So with a 4M analysis, we're going to keep this pretty short on the margin of safety. That's the first M, and then we're going to spend a little more time with the meaning moat and the management, especially that meaning section. So with the financials, this is something that caught my attention right away. I always like to start with ticker first to see what the financials look like. We've got an 89 out of 100, which is really good. And then margin of safety, we can see here the share price is 238 and the fair value is just over $1,200. Margin of safety is 90%, so it shows a lot of upside potential. If you scroll down to the section here, you can see the ROIC, EPS growth rate, equity growth rate, sales growth rate, all look fantastic, they're perfect. The cash growth could be a little better, but overall it hasn't made a big impact, a negative impact on this business. Again, 89 of 100 is really good. On sale and ticker, we're looking for 50 or higher. In this case, 89 is outstanding. So financials looking really good. Let's move on to the meaning. This is what really piqued my attention with this business. So just to take a step back, Cavco was founded in 1965. They originally built truck camper covers and um, trailers, essentially travel trailers. Um, so they've since then evolved into a much bigger business. And I want to talk about the three main revenue streams. First off, you have manufactured homes, which are mobile homes. The average cost in the United States for a custom home today or any home you go out there and you're looking to buy a home, especially if you're a first time home builder, you know, or, or home buyer, I should say, you know, it's pretty difficult. The average cost in the United States is about $450,000. That's pretty ridiculous. And I'm going to get into some numbers in a little bit. But where Cavico comes in, this could be a game changer. So first off, we have manufactured homes, which are mobile homes. I know it doesn't sound like the most glamorous product, but check this out. A single wide mobile home is about $80,000. A double wide is about $150,000. So with these homes, they're completely manufactured within a factory sent to the location and they can pretty much they're off and running like you just make your connections to electric and plumbing and whatnot and you're good to go so again i get it probably not the most glamorous product for most people but where things get really interesting is the next category which are module homes so module homes are like sections of home pre-built in a factory. They are sent to the location and put together. So for comparison, like if you were to build a custom home, it can take nine, 12 uh, months or longer, whereas a module home can be set up. I did some homework here. I, I saw some ranges in, in timeline. It can be like three months, six months, sometimes a little longer, sometimes shorter but it's really fast. They're a very efficient product to put together. They're also pre-wired and already set up with modern technology. So for example, I have a home that was built in 1999. I've gone through the process to do a lot of wiring and, and set up the home so it's quote unquote a smart home, but uh, it took some work. And of course it's an older home from 99. 
these homes, they got everything pre-built already set up, which is, that's outstanding. That's what people are looking for. So this is where things get really fun is with the prices. A, a one-story module home that uh, with square footage here, it's between 800 and 1500 square feet is between 40,000 and $113,000. That's crazy. If you go to a two-story, that's uh, plenty of space. You've got 1,500 to 2,500 square feet. That can range in price between 75,000 and 188,000. That is, I can't believe the cost in these homes compared to a brand, uh, not a brand new home, but a home in general being 450. And then you've got three-story homes here, which are, again, this is plenty of space. You've got 2,000 to 3,500 square feet can range in price from $150,000 to $263,000. So where I see the market going with these module homes, and the, and the reason is why we're having this issue with homes today is back in 2008 with the, the big housing crash and essentially the Great Recession, the home building market slowed down, but one thing that did not slow down is people making more people, reproduction. So now you have all these people out there looking for homes, they have nowhere to move into, they're renting. Um, so we do need more homes built. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. We do need it. And that's where a company like Cavco, and we're going to talk about the competition in a bit, they can all thrive because they can quickly build and get to on-site locations, get these homes in place so families can start moving in. And this is this is really where the future is going. And we're gonna see these monstrous custom homes being built in mass, probably not. That's probably going to slow. It's this type of product that has got the efficiencies, the tech, the modern day you know, attributes we're looking for as a consumer already built into the product. It's really smart. Um, the third revenue stream in this model, you've got the, the park models, which relate to their earlier days uh, with campers and so on and so forth. So they got RV cabins and these park models. Um, they range in price between 30K and 80K. I've been to some of these um, resorts, you could call them, where you can camp there, but you also see these little tiny cabins already set up. And people just pretty much, they move them there. They keep them there all year round, although they might not use them for the entire year, they might just use it between like, especially in the Northern states, we're talking like between May and September, um, they're gonna be using these products, but they they range in price between 30 and 80K, which is also very affordable. Um, they do some commercial structures I saw, they have mortgage lending, another revenue stream, and insurance. I think that's a great, a great like bolt-on revenue stream to each of the construction revenue streams, mortgage, insurance, always a great way to go. So overall, I'm really impressed with the meaning of this business and I do see some demand. I, of course, went into the news to see what other people are saying about this industry. So there's a lot of good signs here. Like Zach's is saying, this is a strong buy. Um, Seeking Alpha, also the same thing. Um, but I did dive into, I'm looking here. Um, it's from bedrockcommunities.com, talked about our manufactured homes, the future of housing. And owning a manufactured module home includes less maintenance, more energy efficiency, lower prices, and improved technology. So really everything I talked about before, especially that technology component, is a big benefit. So as fast as the world population is growing, and, and we know here in the US it's growing very quickly, we need homes for more people and a company like Cavco can 
can meet that need. Here's something interesting. I was just curious to see what are the home price cost way back in the day. Um, so 1965, the average home price, get this, was $21,000. That's $194,000 in 2022 dollars. So really interesting. Then what I did is I took five-year increments to just give ourselves a little perspective on what prices look like. So 1970s, 26,000. I'm going to go here to the 80s. 1980, average home price was $76,000. Um, 1990 is 150. 2000 is 207. 2010, it was 2072. 2020, 390. So things really started getting a little outrageous the last two years. We could see the housing market cool off a little bit. So it might be a little easier for new home buyers to get in to a home, but I still strongly believe the population growth is growing too fast. We can't be dependent on custom homes. I think custom home builders will, all, will always be there, but we need companies like Capgo to produce more homes in mass. I took a look at the competition. This was interesting. We've got LCI Industries and then Skyline. Again, not very common companies, but uh, you've got LCI is on sale a 78 and then you've got, uh, they've got a margin of safety of 90. And then Skyline, um, they're looking pretty good too. They're currently watch. So with this business model, you look at the numbers, you've got the math, the margin of safety looking really good. You've got the meaning. Um, the, the business model is really poised for success in the future. And then the, the moat, um, really, I'm not going to spend a lot of time there. Anybody that's in this space, these module homes, mobile homes, nice, but I think the module homes route to pre-building components in a factory, sending them to on-site locations and getting them set up quickly for families, that's, that's a great place to be in this world. Um, I think that's excellent. All right, the last step here is the management. So the current CEO is Bill Bohr. He has a unique background here that really jumped out at me. Um, so he served as president and CEO since 2019. Prior to Cabco, he was actually CEO of Great Lakes Brewing from 2015 to 2019. So uh, a beer company, essentially. And I will say, I'm actually a big fan of their beer. Any IPA fans or Porter fans out there, highly recommend. Um, I thought that was really interesting. So then we get down to some of the previous roles. He's been in leadership roles at Cliffs Natural Resources, Eagle Materials, and Procter & Gamble was probably the biggest company who worked at. But he's got a really diverse background. And I like that. This is one reason why I like really well-experienced uh, consultants that have worked in multiple industries. Can You can kind of pull together the pros and cons on how to market, how to sell, how to scale different businesses, what works, what doesn't work. And that diverse background can help you. You jump into a new organization, can realize, okay, so this is a manufacturing company. We're sourcing products from this location, whether it's home building industry, you got wood, you got plastics, you got metals. Okay, where, where are we getting all that? How do we assemble it? And that experience is uh, that's really, really sound. I also, for some reason, having that that brewery experience, that jumps out at me. That that gives me the um, perspective that this guy, he, he likes to kind of do things that are almost hobbies, right? He's not just in it for the money. He wants to do, he wants to work on business because he's passionate about the business. Um, so I would love to actually have him on the podcast sometime. I think he'd be a, a fun character to kind of, 
what worked and what didn't work in some of the industries has worked before, but he seems like a good guy. Overall, he's done very well with this company, Capco, their financials looking outstanding. I think the company is poised for success. So when you take a step back and you look at this entire business, I think all four M's check the boxes. Margin of safety, again, looking really strong with the financials, the meaning um, that's probably the strongest just because of the demand of the population growth. We need homes. The moat, I'm actually not concerned about at all. There are a few other competitors with weaker financials than Capco, but I think all competitors that are creating these module homes, I think they're going to see some great opportunity in the future. And then the management. I think uh, Bill is doing a great job. So um, again, this is one of those companies, like I said in the beginning, you probably haven't heard of, but I'm going to try to do more of these, these kind of diamonds in the rough, if you will, that could could be poised for some big success in the future. And I will say this is this is a home building company. So is it going to see the exponential growth of like a tech company? Those that don't know me know that I hold mostly tech pretty much all tech in my portfolio because it can scale really fast. Now, a company like this, it may not scale, may not see those big share price returns, but it's a great stock that may kind of round out your portfolio a little bit. If you want to diversify, if you got a lot of tech like me and you want to mix it up, this might be a good choice. Um, so again, might be a stock uh, worth paying attention to, at least throw on your watch list. Let's keep an eye on it. But the way things are going with the, the home building industry, we do need a better price point for especially the new home buyers to get into. Hopefully this video was helpful. If any feedback, please let me know. And if there are any stocks you want me to take a look at, just leave a message and I'll take a look. Thanks.